As parents, we run into scams all the time, right? I mean, between us and the old people, we're, we're like the most likely victims of these kinds of things, as if we needed something else to worry about. But have you ever heard of the Easter egg scam? Yeah, I hadn't either. But a bunch of parents in the Florida area and also a couple of spots in the Midwest had run into this thing. Or were they just lazy parents? We'll find out. Before we get into that, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, sharing that along, and pressing subscribe, too. Appreciate it very much. All right, here's the background story. This most recent, past Easter, a bunch of people near Orlando and some spots in the Midwest got scammed over the Easter holiday, and they're claiming the real victims were the kids. Now, this stinks overall, for sure, but how did it happen? Okay, flyers for a service called Egg My Yard. Not like a Halloween kind of way, in a, in a good Eastern kind of way. We're circulating on Facebook last week. The person behind it promised to show up on Easter morning and leave plastic eggs filled with candy, you know the type, and toys around people's yards. And it's, you know, you'd pay a service for this. It's kind of like paying people to do your Christmas decorations or, or what have you. A little pricey, too, if you consider it this way. It was 25 eggs for 20 bucks. You could upgrade if you wanted to go 100 eggs for 60 bucks. And a lot of people had signed up for it. I guess it was on probably Facebook Marketplace. That's where a lot of this happens, right? But instead, the people who signed up got zero eggs because the person behind it never showed up. A classic scam, right? All right, well, here's a little bit of the scene, and you can you can tell by their voices how upset the parents are. Text, and I called, you know, and my last message was, hey, you know, you're supposed to be there. And then we found out she had six Facebook pages they noticed her Venmo account was gone all of a sudden. Yeah, that's what that that's that does stink. There's no doubt about it. And you may be wondering, like I was, uh, how is this actually possible? It seems like it's a pretty sophisticated scam because, like you heard the lady say there, they paid through Venmo, and a lot of people think that you pay electronically and get your money back really quick. Well, they deleted that account, got the money out of it before the parents could do anything about it. So obviously a scam, clear as day what it was. And apparently, like I said, not the first time it happened. A bunch of people in Northeast Ohio fell for this as well. And I'm not blaming the parents whatsoever, believe me, for doing this because, listen, if you were if you were inclined to pay for a service like this, you expect the person to show up. I'm not blaming the parents or the kids whatsoever. At this point in our story, we can only blame the scammers. And I'm sure you can imagine, my fellow parents, how hurtful this actually would be for a kid, you know, there's like nothing going on here. Maybe Easter is a big deal in your house. You know, even if it's not, maybe this is the first time you celebrate it and nothing is going on. That, that That's hurtful. I mean, you can listen to that in this mom's voice. How hurtful, you know, of a person you must be to do this to a bunch of kids. Well, there's no doubt about that. And I think it goes without saying that if you're operating a kind of scam like this, that kind of preys on people that would do this during a holiday, I mean, for sure, that would be hurtful. I went through something similar, but the scammer was my dog. I was six years old, and my dog ate my Easter basket and not my brother's. You can imagine how happy he was when he had to find out that he had to share his Easter basket with me. That didn't go over so well. I understand that. I totally get the hurt. But something struck me a little off looking at all the news stories on this. And there were multiple TV stations, multiple news shows that talked to a lot of parents about this. Obviously, that's where these sound cuts are coming from. Every one of them said the same thing. I was too busy to do this myself. So it sounded like a great service. And that's why I signed up for it. Trust me, we're talking about like a lot of parents. There was a lot of money involved here. Like these scams, whether they were different scams, unrelated, whatever. It involved a lot of different people. 
just a question. I'm not throwing stones at anybody. But but you really just how many dozens and dozens of times did you walk by the seasonal aisle at Walmart or Target or your your favorite uh, convenience store and you saw all this stuff you couldn't pick up like a like like a basket if that's your thing or a bunch of the the candy yourself you know I'm just saying they make this stuff pretty convenient these days and the number one answer that all of these parents gave for why they actually bought into the service was every one of them said they're too busy. Okay, well, that's one thing. I get that. I understand that we're all busy parents. It's a big topic of discussion here on the podcast. We talk about it a lot. That I understand, but it also plays into a whole different part of this. Just let me play a couple more parents that the TV stations involved in the story uh, actually talk to on this and, and see if you pick up what I picked up too. First, I just thought it was a mistake. I ran downstairs at like five this morning and looked out our front yard and there were no eggs. So I was devastated and I had no plan B. Ah, and that, my friends, my fellow parents, is what we get to. Doing my best not to like blame them or make fun of them. Because if you're a veteran parent like me, you understand one of the golden rules. I call them the cool dad rules for surviving and loving parenthood. But it's key. You always, always have to have a plan B. Oh, it doesn't matter what it is. You know this. You know this better than anybody. The eggs won't come. The cake's going to fall. The balloons are going to pop. Later on, the groom's not going to show up. I don't know. That would be really bad, actually. The game's going to get rained out. And that stuff hurts. It does. It's frustrating. It's really stressful. But when disaster happens in a lighthearted kind of way, to avoid that pain, this is what veteran parents have always understood. To make things better, you always have to have some kind of a backup plan or some kind of option for yourself to try to avoid disaster. So that in this kind of situation, you don't have a bunch of screaming kids at you at a birthday party or, or your family hating you for the time being. The, the backup plan, the plan B, is always key. And I'll tell you the first time I ever learned this, because this is where we learn. It's actually the whole point of the podcast. Veteran parents sharing these words of wisdom, these golden rules onto the younger parents to try to save you the pain, try to make your whole parenting experience better. It happened with me, with my neighbor. Uh, we had kids the same age. It was our oldest, but his youngest, okay? So my friend, my neighbor, he had been through it with a couple of kids. He had been through some of the disasters. He learned it as well. He learned that things can happen. Things actually, Murphy's rule almost always will go wrong. And he knew you always have to have a backup plan. We were having a birthday party for when my daughter was five. And it was one of those things where you hire, you know, like petting zoo animals to come by and all that other stuff. We're all excited. She's all excited. Had also like hyped it up, like told all <laughs> the whole neighborhood and the whole community that this was happening. It was a big turnout. She had all her friend, little friends there. She was like, I don't know, it was like five or six or something. Well, lo and behold, guess what happens? Disaster strikes in a kid's world. So, I don't know what it was. The person who runs the petting zoo thing broke down on the highway, wasn't going to make it, some sort of disaster. I don't know what it was. But regardless, wasn't coming to the party. Again, rookie parenting move, me and us being younger, had no backup plan. This was it. This was the party. This was the featured attraction. My neighbor, being the veteran parent, said, it's cool. Listen, got a plan. All the kids are here. You don't have to cancel anything. Let's take it inside. I've got one of those home projector things. We'll just take it inside, turn all the lights off. We're going to do like a home projector movie, a movie theater showing 
inside of like a zoo movie or so. I don't know what we picked. Some sort of like a cartoon thing. I can't remember what it was. Something animated, that's for sure. And it turned out to be great. And still to this day, my daughter calls that one of her best birthday parties ever. That's having a plan B. That I didn't know at the time either. But my veteran neighbor, my veteran friend did because he had been through it before. Just one thing too, and not to make it a whole religious thing, that's not really the angle here, but just one other question. With all the parents upset about, you know, they're saying that their Easter was stolen and, and it was terrible because of the scam, and it is terrible, it's awful that someone would scam them like this, that anybody would run a scam on any kind of person. But they're basing the whole importance of what it was and the whole, like the, their whole event just on the candy? Because to listen to some of the parents, they're saying the whole thing was taken away from them. They'll never be able to forget it. I mean, even if you're not good at coming up with backup plans, you shouldn't base everything on that. And there actually is here. You may call me extreme on this one, but there is one other thing here. I mean, I kind of go back to my story with (laughs) my dog eating my Easter basket, not my brother's, like mine was just targeted. There is a lesson to be learned here. You may not want to think about it at the time, and certainly the kids don't want to hear it, but there is a lesson learned about just this. Bad things do happen, and it doesn't have to ruin your day or holiday or everybody else's. You may not be ready to kind of impart that on the kids, but there is that little golden lesson there too. But the key, backup plans. We always have to have one. Why? To save us, the parents from the pain and frustration mainly, especially when something like this happens. By the way, the recap to the story, they never caught any of the scammers on this thing. They never did, which tells you one thing, maybe so, there are so many scams that are so prevalent that maybe the investigators don't have time to find people like this, but I sure hope they do because, yeah, it's just terrible that anybody would go through that. In the meantime, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. I always really appreciate you. No scam. Appreciate you finding the Facebook page, Instagram as well. And wherever you get the podcast on all podcast platforms, you can always subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of The Cool Dad Rules because that's what we do. We try to make the parenting experience better for all of us through these tales and takes from the wild world of parenting. And there's always something we can talk about. With all that said, oh, by the way, feel free to reach out to me too through the uh, direct messaging on all those sites. And not the worst idea in the world either. If you hear of any of these kinds of scams to send those and the alerts along to me so that I can kind of warn people as well, because I mean, just even researching this story, the amount that are out there, it's unbelievable. I mean, there are scammers everywhere, especially these days, but especially targeting parents. So if you hear of any, pass them along and we'll warn people. With all that said, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules and we will talk to you soon.